Yeah. Okay, you, are you ready to start? I'm ready. Everyone sign. Yes, good, on we go. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast with Catherine Brandt. I met the missus at paintball. Shot her in the neck. Alex Brandt-Bernard. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Are you my daddy? Tony Lee. What's the matter with you people? I was joking. <laughs> and Sean Bernard. Look at that boyish face. spoiled just the way we like it at dolce and gabbana announcing dolce and gabbana's new perfume for infants we take caring for your baby a big step further for a special night of nursing sleeping or just looking around your baby will do it upright with his or her own signature fragrance a little sandalwood a little citrus it's the scent of youth the scent of new arrivals It just smells like baby powder to me. Oh, contraire. It's much more complex. No, it's baby powder. And now poo. Slap it on when you hit the clubs. It may help you hook up with hot single moms. You sick bastard. The new perfume for infants, only from Dolce & Gabbana. For pretentious parents and their trophy babies. Pew. Ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be rather interesting. Our special guest today, CJ, and also with us to kick off the show, Kristen Burt, who, uh, how long did you live here? Uh, two years. Two years you lived here. Yep. So, I have a question. The reason I don't believe that I've ever been told this, did you ever listen to the KQRS morning show? I didn't, and I will tell you why. Not because I don't love you, but See? I worked overnight hours. At Shop in BC from 3 to 6 a.m. I would go to bed at 7 a.m. And then I would wake up and go over to um, Twin Cities Public TV station over there and work on the governor's show. Which governor? Oh, that must have been Palenti. governor, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Oh, that's right. You worked with Jesse. That's right. Yeah. So I was only sleeping. I was sleeping in shifts for almost, uh, I mean, for months. I slept. (laughs) Like, you know, four or five hours at a time. You could have still listened to the show on the way home. There's no excuse. <laughs> what, did so, you even know who I was when we, we, we got you on the podcast? I did. I told oh, you, you did. who you were. Uh, yeah. I don't remember any of that. I was in a daze. Tony, do you remember this? Remember discussing that, that she was here in uh, the Northland? No, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't either. either. C- CJ mm-hmm. is sniffing a roll of tape. Why did you sniff that? Because I uh, <laughs> very I odd. What do you think? Tape. I wanted to see she how was, was hoping it gave a... Oh, really? She wanted to get high for the podcast. <laughs> I, I the best thing to do. I look over and CJ's sniffing a roll of tape. CJ, pass it around. <laughs> okay, Kristen, where, <laughs> where, where are we going to start? Um, the, the story of the day, honestly, is sadly Mindy McCready. Yeah. Her tragic suicide yesterday. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that a lot of focus is now turning to Dr. Drew because he did have her on one of his seasons right. of Celebrity Rehab, and he's lost five patients. Five then, of them, but yeah. Five in total. And I, yeah. I think you kind of have to look at what are the statistics of people that fall off the wagon or people that also have mental illness on top of their addiction. And you, you kind of have to look at that. I know a lot of people are sort of blaming Dr. Drew, but at, at the well. same time, how can you? I mean, everyone has to be responsible for their own lives and their own health. And, and It's your fault that I'm a drug addict. Oh, okay. 
That's <laughs> their own demon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, all five of the people had had drug problems at times in their lives. There's no question about that. And the people we're talking about would be the bassist for. Uh, oh God, now I can't remember who the bassist. Allison Chains. Allison Chains. There you go. Yeah, Mike Stark. Uh, Rodney King, right? Rodney yeah. King. Jeff Rodney Conway, King which I think a lot of people know from Taxi. Jeff Conway, right, right. right. From Taxi. That's and. really sad that that's a, You remember him from the uh-huh. 1940s? <laughs> oh, Greece. He was actually a really good guy, too. He was a really Very nice guy. Very sweet guy. He was a great acting teacher here in, in Los Angeles for years until his addiction just overtook his, his entire life. But I, I remember him from Greece, and he was so cute as Kinnicky. Right. I, I was in love with him as a kid, so it's, it's really sad. And, and also we lost Joey Tovar, who was a, um, in the real world. And so that generation would, you know, a younger generation would know who he is. So yeah, not easy. No, I understand. Absolutely. It's I saw, you know, I don't know anything about country and Western music. I I really don't. So I didn't know who Mindy McCready was, but I understand her boyfriend killed himself on the very same spot. I mean, on a porch or something. Right. In January. I don't understand why you go to the exact same spot. Just in January. Mm -hmm. Was he a drug addict too? He, he committed suicide, although there was an investigation. It hasn't been 100% ruled that it was suicide. There was an investigation into his death. Really? Yes, they thought she might have been responsible for it. Did really? She, she, they thought, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Ooh, she's got some guilt then. Maybe that's yeah. part of it. Who knows? Yes. Yeah. But I want to know why she shot the cool. dog. She shot the she dog? She shot the dog with her. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, he, he fired first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I, I guess it's I better than the other. And her two sons are currently in foster care too. So in between January 13th and now, her sons have been taken away from she her. Fell apart. And mm. there's an investigation into her, you know, baby daddy death there. And, and there's a lot going on. I mean, and I don't think she could handle it. She went into rehab, came out of rehab, and unfortunately, yesterday was the result of not being able to cope. And what about the first husband, the, uh, the father of the first child? Wasn't didn't, Mike didn't Starr? He do, didn't he do something to Mindy? It wasn't it alleged that. He he hit her or something? Oh, really? There's been a lot of domestic violence mm. charges um, between the two of them. He does not have custody of his son either. Right. But now he wants custody of both the sons, both the boys. He wants his oh, boy really? and the other boy. He said that on the Today Show this morning. Jesus. He did. And, and you kind of think, you know, he's got a rocky history himself, yeah. but you do have the youngest son who has no parents now. Right. Now, Kristen, I, I do have to ask you a question because, as I said, I know nothing about the country and Western world. But are you sure they refer to their uh, baby daddy uh, <laughs> in the country west? I, I don't they say, baby daddy. I'll tell you what, this is my baby daddy. Right. I, I don't know if I'm buying that one. I hate, I hate that expression. You I know, do, too. I hate that. It's I overused do. now. I will say that. <laughs> it's used for everything. Because it's every, true. Even it's faster than... It's used for Jessica Simpson, even. Yeah. Well, it's it faster is. than saying, the father of her children. Well, why go faster? But I, 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 there's a something Kristen's about. busy. She's a busy woman. <laughs> well, that's true. You are a very busy woman. I forgot we about that. We pay her by the word. Yeah. So. <laughs> I talk a lot. <laughs> oh, we finally went to see uh, Mama over the weekend because I'm a big fan of Guillermo del Toro. Was what did you think? I liked it, except for the ending was lame because they tried to be very epic with the ending and it just yeah, didn't it was a little come off. But I love his. Ilar Fernando, I thought was a phenomenal. I'm not going near children anymore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. In the middle, yeah. creeped me in the middle of the movie. Out. My mom goes, "God, I hate that kid." I'm like, you can't like her. <laughs> was oh. it believable? Spooky. She, the yeah. little kid, yeah. was really believable. Spooky. Right. He's a great cinematographer. 
I walk into Dan's house the other day. All of his lights are off, and he's crawling around on all fours. <laughs> crawls right at me, and I like almost broke his front door. I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Does yeah. he know that's a good way to get stabbed? Yeah. Sweet, sweet boyfriend of mine. Sweet Dan. If anybody's seen Mama, you know why that would freak me out. Yes. <laughs> that's the best. Ugh. Did At you least... see it, Kristen? I have not seen it yet. I finally saw my first movie outside of Oscar season, which I can't talk too much about, but I did see Oz and Great, the Great and Powerful. This, this, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, how was that? I will tell you, I, I am looking forward to seeing it again. I can't give you anything away, but I did talk with the entire cast this weekend, and... What a fun day that was between James Franco, Michelle Williams, Rachel Weisz. Who else was there? Sam Raimi, the director, um, and Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something that I see that Mila Kunis is an attractive young lady, but I don't see the great beauty that everybody else sees. I don't know why. Her eyes are very cold to me. You know what I mean? She has this look mm-hmm. at her eyes like she's not very... She has the Russian eyes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, you might be right about yeah. that. I was going to say yeah. vodka eyes, soaked. But... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you just said, Tony? That's what I heard. That's right. <laughs> a direct quote. And I will say she's, she's a very edgy girl. She kind of speaks her mind and makes a kind of a fun interview, which is good. You don't get the same canned answer over and over again. Okay. So I kind of like that. Did you ask her any Aston Kutcher questions? Mm-hmm. We were not allowed to ask Ashton questions. You make that your last question, then. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And And you talk about Hollywood and love and paparazzi, and you kind of get the answer about what her life's like with Ashton Kutcher. And she said she just ignores what's happening right now with the paparazzi. And she said, you know, in some ways it's stupid of me because I get horrible photos and I have no makeup and I look gross. But she said I just have to live my life. They, They hound her and Ashton constantly. I bet. I imagine that's probably true. Why haven't they yeah. made Wicked into a movie yet? I know. It's a good point. You know, they are, they've been trying for years, and you know we've had tons of names thrown into this with the casting pool, but it has not come to fruition. Universal owns the rights to it, so hopefully at some point we'll see it. And I bet if Oz, the written powerful, does really well, we'll see Universal fast track this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just said fast track. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> You're unbelievable. You are it's unbelievable. Oscars week, baby. I'm going to throw it out in the lingo. <laughs> yeah, fast track. Is anybody going to tell me what the, the child who stars in uh, The Beast of the Southern Wild, what her name means? Does the name have a, a meaning besides have, almost having every letter of the alphabet in it? Kavenjane? I that have one. to say, can I tell you, I don't know what her name means, but this made me laugh when we were at the Oscar nominee luncheon. Well, you had two questions for... 50 journalists per celebrity that was in there per nominee. Oh, really? So they called on someone. It was a, a journalist from Mexico. She raises her hand and says, how do you pronounce your name? Ooh. Well, that's <laughs> And she just wasted a question for right, all sure of us. Right, sure did. They were all like, groan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little girl's an old soul. She is such She is such a good interview for being nine. Did no. you see her with George Stephanopoulos the other morning? No, I didn't. Oh, is she oh, taller than George? <laughs> she's about his height. <laughs> I, they thumb wrestled and she won. What does his yeah. name mean, too? Yeah, Stephanopoulos. Stephanopoulos. Uh, small small Greek man. <laughs> I looked it up, by the way, Kamenjane. Uh, yeah. The first part of her name is a combination of her uh, mother, Kulindria, and her father, Venji. And Zane means fairy in Swahili. Hmm. Fairy. So it would be like so. if my name was Tom Matherin Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. 
That's your new pretty. Twitter handle, and there's your Twitter oh. handle. Oh. <laughs> and prepare to spell it every day of your life to anybody who wants to write it down. <laughs> the one thing I want to say about the Vendine, she brings her little puppy purses all the time, which is very cute and very nine years old. So I'm hoping she has a huge bedazzled puppy purse on no. her carpet on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you're going to be working like a dog from now on, aren't you? I have no life between now and next Tuesday, so... You know, if you're looking for me, I'll probably be, like, napping in my car. Well, we'll talk to you. Minutes. We should have you on next Tuesday, right? Uh, Monday, if you want to get me right after the Oscars. Well, okay. we just don't want to, you know, tie up your schedule. It's up to oh, you. Fine. No, I'd rather have you it's right fine. away. It'll be fresh and, and, you know, timely, so I think that's probably better for Monday. So do me one favor, right, right at the very end of the Oscars, stand up and say, Tom Bernard hates Hollywood movies. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'll take I'll take something for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine. Take something at like 10 a.m. or something. I have to go to the carpet at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and I oh will be God. there. Yeah, and then I'll be there till the carpet ends at 5:30, and then I go backstage in the interview room. So it will be a very long, long day. Hair and makeup starts at six, kids. Wow. <laughs> Show Thank you, dear. So glamorous. Yeah. Bye, guys. Nice to meet you, CJ. Nice to talk with you, too. You bet. Bye-bye. Kristen Bye. Burt, entertainment reporter, ladies and gentlemen. It's Oscar week, so she will be working like a mad woman. Then are we done? Are we done with award season? We did Grammys. Yes. We did everything, right? Yeah, this is it. The Grammys, country Western. The, the Oscars are always like the last, the last, last one. one. Well, the Country Western Awards, that's every week anyway. It does Seriously. seem like they have too it's many. It's every week. Do that many people care about country music? <laughs> Hell yes! I know, I know one that Alex, cares at all. Why be yes. careful. Hello? Most people are serious about Birdie. their music. Birdies. You don't want to... Yeah, I, I really know nothing about that culture Defend a root and tootin' cowboy. You don't yes, want that. Dan is a root <laughs> <laughs> I found Dan. myself listening... To country, but I did the same thing with my first kid. Now my second kid's a baby because it's all about growing up and loving your daddy and mama yeah. and watching well. them walk down the aisle. <laughs> and you just, it's very sentimental. Oh, yeah. I find yeah, myself yeah, listening yeah. to that now. A lot of cats in the cradle kind yes, of stuff. Yes, it is. Tearjerkers. Well, there's also a lot of drunk and crying things, too. Well, that's part of it. Okay. What I really like. <laughs> Might as well teach them that young. There's a guy named Alan Jackson. Is that correct? Yes. Alan Jackson. He wrote a song called Remember When, and it's a very sentimental, song. beautiful song. But basically the song's about, remember when there were times before I cheated on you? Oh, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. You wrote a song about that? Yeah, them was the good times. I could see me not ever waking up again if I wrote a song about, hey, Catherine, remember when there were times before I cheated on you? Yeah, that would go over. Well, you'd, you'd wake up, but you'd be missing what about parts. The, some of their songs are very creative, though. The Red Cup song, do you remember the Red Cup? The song? Red yeah, yeah, Solo yeah. Cup. Yes, the Red that, Solo Cup. That is beautifully written. Some of it is... Well, you like Patsy Cline. Well, I like, yes. If I like any country music, it would be the older stuff like Don Williams and Patsy Cline and, you know, stuff like that. Like Johnny Cash? Uh, Not as much as other people did. I'm not really that big of a fan of Johnny Cash. Be quiet, Tamathry Fairy. (laughs) 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 Tamathry Fairy. Tamathry Fairy. I like uh, Katie Oslin, but she hasn't done anything in years. It's been a long time. Yes. Where did you grow up, by the way? I grew up in the Deep South. Where? How deep? <laughs> in the middle Kinder- of the Gulf. Kindergarten in Oklahoma. Grade school in Georgia. High Man. school in Alabama. Oh, Alabama. So we're, were we a military family? No, my dad was one of the first blacks to get a Ph.D. from the University of Oklahoma. Really? And before I went, we went to Georgia, we lived in Kentucky, Texas, Man. and Alabama before he got his, finished Hence. his Ph.D. Wow. Hence the southern accent. 
I've, I've always meant to ask you that myself. Do you think she has an accent? Yeah, yeah. she does. A little. But I don't, not like I don't have a Minnesota crazy. accent, yeah, no. but I don't have a southern accent. No. You just said accent. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what I think is most noticeable about my voice is that people think I'm a man. I have a very uh, resonant voice for a woman, so they hear the lower ranges more than... Yeah. Oh, I get called <laughs> sir on the phone all the time. Seriously? Yeah, really? I'm, I'm fine with it. Well, we just talked about the fact that my mother was the same way. They always thought, thought she was a man. Well, she but, smoked like eight packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, that helped. <laughs> no, we got to bring that part. <laughs> but, you know, always very funny. She had a smoky voice. About 45 minutes ago, Catherine posted on, on Facebook that you were going to be the guest on the Tom Bernard podcast today. <laughs> it got a lot of reaction. Yeah. People thought, they, they kind like, of insisting what? that while you're here, we don't touch one another because the universe will blow up. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, that's why I'm here, huh? I just shock the universe. <laughs> well, I, you know, I suppose this this idea all started because you attended the... Uh, the um, Oh, the Chris Cluey. The Chris Cluey Amendment oh, rally. Right. And I ran into you there. You were there, too? <laughs> yes, I was there. I wasn't oh, there alone. No, no, no. Uh, absolutely. I went to see how many of his Viking buddies would be there to support him. There were zero. None. Was zero. Zero. No, there were none, right? I mean, <laughs> Not no. a one. Where was Jared I think that. I don't think that went over all that well. With the team? Yeah. Yeah, you that's, might be right about that, that. That's my that's my deep background on it. it, it that uh, yeah. uh, He caused quite a stir. Yeah. You might be right about that. I, you're one of the people that I could ask a question that gets asked of me all the time. Yeah. Because not everyone, you have your huge fans and you have your huge detractors, mm-hmm. correct? I get asked all the time, how do you live like that? When you, you know, people love you and other people hate you. And my, my answer, of course, is, well, they don't really love me or hate me. <laughs> they might not like the show. They like the show a lot or don't like the show or whatever. But it's not me. Well, I don't really care. First off, well, that's kind of nice. And, and then, <laughs> they, 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 and, and there you are. But you know what's really helped my image being mm. on Fox Nine? Well, I can see that people understand that I'm a, essentially a wise guy. <laughs> well, it humanizes you. That's, right. that's for sure. Yeah, I said, "Oh," and so I get much fewer hateful emails than I used to. Mm-hmm. But now they now they get it. It's just you know, oh, she's just being a wise guy. How long have you been writing your column? Oh, twenty years. Oh, so when you have. when when she came here, you were, I thought you did, came on in eighty seven. Did we have anybody doing that gossip celebrity stuff? Eighty seven, eighty nine. It was not long after the show started. I know that. Okay, used to be more like society columns. Yeah, like you know, so and so went to the ball as a benefit. Yes, right. exactly. I couldn't be a member of society because <laughs> <laughs> they haven't let me have a key to right. those places. <laughs> Come on. So when you came in, though, I think that you had a you had a way different style than Barbara Flanagan had. Oh, yes, for sure. Well, we've had different experiences. Yeah, that's, that's very true. She I mean, she was a rich woman. Oh, was she? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh Lord, have mercy! I don't yes. really know anything. I didn't about read her, her column though, <laughs> so and I guess she, I she wouldn't was, know. That. She was always a. Uh, 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 Championing things like uh, alfresco dining. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was her okay. thing. Wasn't, wasn't her idea that start that whole Walk of Fame thing that's on Hennepin now? I think that was her, like her idea. Two stars so far. <laughs> yes. I think it's Vince Vaughn and one other person, Lottie Anderson. <laughs> oh, Lottie Anderson. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. That's and, and, and isn't Tippy there? Tippy's there. Tippy Hedren. I believe she's. Yeah, there. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just talked to Tippy about two weeks ago. That was interesting. <laughs> Have you spoken to Tippy Hedren recently? No, I haven't. Is she all there these days? Oh, no. Okay. Well, she's getting to be an 
an older yeah, person she now. Is, she is. That's absolutely that, – that's very true. I think also people don't understand. It's like, well, why Why would you two ever – why would she agree to do the show and why would you have her on the show? And I don't think people really understand that in order to last a long time in any business, you can't be that thin-skinned. You just right. You just can't be. Right. Otherwise, you'll never survive. That's why when a famous actor told me to suck a certain part of his anatomy, I was laughing. This is a podcast. You can repeat it. You, yes. You who was it and what was the part of the anatomy? Oh, yeah. yeah you missed, wasn't here you that. missed that conversation. Marlon Brando. Yeah, you can say whatever you want on a podcast. <laughs> yes, Malik no Yoba. Go to my Twitter pages. He, he, told, uh, he didn't like me suggesting that he should perhaps put some chapstick on his lips before he goes out in public, especially on television. I think that's a... You know, it'd be in a better visual, and he didn't like me reminding him of this, and so he he responded to my Twitter my tweet by saying that I should suck that part of his. I should put on that lipstick, that that chapstick, and suck that part of his anatomy. Wow. classy! I like how she said it off the podcast, but you don't want you don't want it recorded. Sure. Well, you, I, I don't like to talk like that. I can, you can tell him what he said. You're the one who said it. Are you kidding? Something's not rolling. He said I should suck his Richard. I don't, I don't think you should talk like that. All right. Oh, he since deleted that tweet. Well, I have That's it. funny. I, yeah. If you go to mine. He deleted it? Yeah, Wait, he, yeah. he deleted you, it. When you delete a tweet, still there. does it delete all the world's? Tweet. No, it's what? just, go it's to just your yours. Page. People go to your page. You can't. Are you sure? So once it's no, out there, no, I'm on CJ's page, and the reply is to nothing now because he deleted it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, so when you tweet something okay. and you delete it, it's gone. Forever. It's gone for really? everybody else's Twitter page. Yeah. See, I didn't think that. Was, you're the one that wrote it. That's pretty it. amazing. Oh, well, it's, like it's, if you... it's not really gone because I have copies of it. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. Actually. Have you ever had any really nasty feuds with anyone that you actually feared? their reaction no no nobody 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 who um nobody i covered i had a little dust up once at um uh what's the i used to love it's it's uh the one of the lower common denominators in uh italian food but i love that place uh, it was across the street from uh the denapoli 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 there you go yes from I was going to say Happy Chef. She got, she got, Happy Chef. Happy Chef. Yeah. Well, was it? I think the woman's name was Nancy. She might have been my first dust up, and she didn't want. She didn't want. She got angry because I wrote that. Um, oh, isn't it terrible? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the the guy who got picked up for drunk driving, who was married to his manager, who was an old woman. Um, he's a country music singer once again. Anyhow, he came. He came to eat there, and he brought and he grew some tomatoes. And so he wanted to use his own tomato on his salad. And she thought this represented reflect poorly on her restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she dared me. She told me that you better not write that. And 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 she did it in such a threatening way. I was. Of course, I'm going to do it now. I, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I I was. I wrote it anyhow. And then a couple of days later, my editor said, okay, you can't let that woman think she's afraid of you. Go eat there today. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. Was it Nancy Piazza? I, that one. Oh, yeah. okay. She's tough. I went to school with the Piazza family. She's tough. I like the shit, but I thought, oh, my. Were they connected? Peter and Paul, they were Catholic. How about really, the two the two boys that I knew, Peter and Paul, named after apostles. You know, oh, wow. Aren't we they're very it? Italian. But, but yeah, but no, but not not as a rule. Not mm-hmm. as a rule. No. Well, that's a good thing. There are a lot of people who are afraid of you, though. I know. Really high-profile people who would call up and tell me things about you and say, don't let – you can never let Tom know that I, that I See, gave you this information. why would they do that? 
candy asses. Yeah, it's just that's so disgusting and to me. That's what, you and I are alike that way. Mm-hmm. If we, we'll say it about you. We'll say it to you. Yeah. That's why. That's why you know on Twitter, Whoopi Goldberg was off Twitter because she said these people wouldn't say these things to my face. Anything that I would write about Whoopi Goldberg, right. I'd say to her face. <laughs> no, that's I, see that whole thing that, that, that somebody. And I suppose we're talking about media people. A lot of media people. A lot of media people. Yeah. <laughs> And for whatever reason, but but if I, you know, you want to hear what I think, you tune in tomorrow because you'll hear it on. I mean, there there's some people uh, in this town that I know. Media, well, Frank Vassalero and, and Amelia are good friends. I mean, you know that. But Jeff Passons. How many times did those guys rat on him? That <laughs> yeah, was Frank about half the time. <laughs> no, no, Do you have a little no, tally? I, I, Do you have a little I, tally I, sheet? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know that he was friendly with Frank and Amelia. That's how the, up, uh, up on the, his relationships I am. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I know you're friends with Passolt. Yeah, he's on the show. So that Do you know sense. what happens if you say that name really, really fast? Passolt? Sounds like asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He's aware of that. That's very, he's very nice. He's got to be aware of that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a really funny situation because, yes, a lot of people are terrified of me. They're, they're afraid that, I don't know, that I'm going to tear them apart on the air or whatever. But I just don't, I, I would never want to call you and say, oh, you don't want to tell, I want to tell you something about someone, but you can't tell them that I'm the one that told you. I would feel like such a coward doing that. You know what I mean? I, I just don't understand why people do things like that. I, I do find it funny when people, just the, you know, the uh, civilians, I guess is the best way to refer to them, when, whenever they hear me say something. Like, for instance, uh, several months ago, I referred to Keith Ellison as Keith Boy because I it's like Bobby Boy, you know, Tony Boy, whatever. Uh, it's the way I talk. And she had a fit and insisted I was calling Keith Ellison a boy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. And then you kind of said, well, with your history, you should know better than that. Right. It's like, what history? The one thing you, you must admit is that I'm not a racist. I mean, I will say things about anybody that may. She's the one that started that. that. What? CJ. Or what? Calling you racist? Yeah. You never did. You ever actually call me a racist? I don't know. You said you, I remember we went on that. Oh yeah, you complained to uh, uh, Tim Tim uh, McGuire about it, as I recall. Oh yeah, that's right. He was. So I a, must have. He was a big fan of mine too. Yes, I did. I don't remember you calling me a racist. Though. Well, you, he, she said that she you were a said, scared yes, a scared of brown folk because you didn't like the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, that the, the big red See, boat or the little red boat or whatever. Yeah, that's so what you, you have committed thing. that to memory, and I had forgotten it so long ago. <laughs> but no, oh, I, I remember I, because I we got eight million phone calls about it, and it was like you know because really, like I said, that was soon after you came to Minneapolis, yeah, and probably. we didn't have anybody talking like that about anybody in the paper. Mm-hmm. And Tom's radio show always has been edgy, especially mm-hmm. back in those days for this town. But for someone, I mean, because it really was, it was an uncalled for remark, I thought. How about you, Tom? Well, uh, <laughs> that I, I was afraid of, what is it again? I was a scared you of. You were a scared of brown, brown folk. Brown or brown, yeah. It depends on how brown they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of my questions here today. When it comes to the various racial sticks on your radio show that have left you with the reputation for being racially insensitive, mm-hmm. are the gags one thing and who you are another? Well, the show is not who I really am. This is more really who I am. Doing the podcast is one of the reasons I want to do the podcast with my family and my friend Tony. Because I have 100% control of this show and therefore this is me. This is just who I am. Um, I mean, there are some questions that I, that I have for you about 
Well, let me just throw this out very quickly because this I, is getting just, good. Now, this <laughs> stuck out. This stuck out at me today. Uh, we just had Daniel Baldwin on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he's a very nice man. He's he's the one just younger than Alec. Oh, one of the Baldwin boys. Okay, one of the I Baldwin get it. Boys. I yeah. got it. Just a great guy. Really, really good guy. So I see this thing that she happened with boys. Alec Baldwin yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you said boys. Oh, oh, no. You're scared of white folks. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, I said that to get a reaction, um, and I did. <laughs> and by the way, this does not, I'm not implying that you support one political group over another. Mm-hmm. That's not my question mm-hmm. at all. Um, but Alec Baldwin referred to a, a black photographer as a coon. That's what he said, but in the paper. Oh, you know about this? No, I missed this. Oh yeah, just it's in the it's in the it's in the news today. Oh, but the weirdest thing is front page MSN. Yeah, yeah, but but they put C asterisk asterisk N. Now I can understand why if you don't want to print the big N, I understand that. But Coon, I mean, well, you can't cut out every. The problem with Kuhn, in case Alex didn't know this, is that the, the people once referred to Martin Luther King as Martin Luther Kuhn, and they called black people Kuhns. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so that's true. I never knew where that came from. That's where it came from. That's oh. why. That's why I don't. I, I, that's why I recall call the city Raccoon Rapids. Raccoon. <laughs> if, it's, if it's about the raccoons, <laughs> let's call it Raccoon Rapids. But I don't even understand why that's an insult. I don't get it. Because <laughs> the, they I mean, used to call us niggers, and they used to call us Coons. That's why it's an insult. There's a lot of slang terms for ethnic groups that don't, who knows don't exactly what the meaning is. Okay. Yeah. All right. But but here's I my no idea. Here's a question I have for you. And again, I, I don't. I, I've been a Democrat. I've been a Republican. I bounce. I found out I don't really like any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just don't. It's the way I am. But I will tell you something because Alec Baldwin is on Thirty Rock, uh, because Tracy Morgan's on Thirty Rock. He he said very disparaging things about gay people and, and got away with it. I mean, no, he, he didn't. Oh, he got no, his hand slapped a little bit. Let me tell you this. If I if I went outside right now and a black man was following me and I called him a coon, and there's actual film of me saying that, my career would be over. It would be. Now, Alec Baldwin will get away with this. I, can, I guarantee it's not going to affect his career at all. No. Well, you could always do the celebrity thing and, you know, go and say you were high and go into rehab right well, he away, says he which is what they it. do. He says he didn't do it, first of all, but, but somebody's claiming they have film of it happening. So my question is, why is it all right, because you agree with my politics, to say a, such a horrible thing to someone? It's not, not that it's all right, but, you know, we'll give you a pass. Whereas if you don't agree with my politics, then I'm not giving you a pass. I will destroy you. I don't get that. Oh, I don't get that either. That's not how I view the world. No, I know it's not. And that's why, like I said, I was not apply, implying that you were a bleeding heart liberal. Because, or, because I went after um, – uh, I think one of the worst things about black people is how homophobic we can be. And in Tracy, Mar- Tracy Morgan's um, saying yeah. what he said, it was yeah. an indication. That, and if you have been discriminated against because you're black mm-hmm. – I don't think you have a right to be to have a discriminatory attitude towards anybody else because you know what it's like. Right. And so Tracy should know that. But Tracy Morgan, you know, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Well, there is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand what you're saying there. I, and again, I like, uh, I think Alec Baldwin's a tremendous actor. I think he's a very, very talented guy. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He can do it all. And I don't know for sure that he did say that. He says he didn't say it. The former, uh, the guy... 
this photographer. He's working with with paparazzi, and he's a he's a retired uh, NYPD, and he showed his credential to Alec Baldwin because uh, apparently Alec was pushing the woman, the the, the paparazzi or paparazzo. That's only one. But apparently they're saying that Alec pushed her. Alec is saying that she pushed him. And then the photographer, who's the black ex-cop, uh, got very aggressive with him. And then they, he said, well, he called me a coon and called me a drug addict and a drug dealer. Uh, all these different things. I'm surprised you didn't, haven't seen that, that story. No, no. But I'm, in a way, I'm not surprised because it's not getting a whole lot of coverage. I mean, it's cool. it's on the Internet. But I haven't seen it anywhere else. And I just, I don't understand why, how does it make any difference? If you call someone a name, your politics don't really matter to me. Mm, yeah. You know what? I could see Alec Baldwin doing that, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has a history of being such a hothead. Maybe yes. people are immune to it by now, so it's not as big a story. But I mean, still, in 2013, you're calling somebody a derogatory name. Well, that ba- a baby was called. <laughs> Shut up, that little n- n- nigga baby. Was that was said that on what a double? That's what he that? said. He slapped yeah. the baby. Is that what he, that's what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, "Shut up." And and and, and they say he was intoxicated, but I say he was he was he was not so intoxicated that he didn't recognize that this white woman had a black child. I guess the child maybe adopted. Is adopted. Oh, yes. okay. okay. And the parents are clearly look white to me, and the baby looks biracial to me. He's a cute little baby. He's a two year old. Mm-hmm. I cry like a baby sometimes when the plane is landing because it hurts my ears. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's... I, I don't scream, but I cry. Well, so the guy, where's this guy from? Idaho, and he so was just northern fired. Idaho. <laughs> yeah, he got fired. Doesn't yeah. matter. I Idaho. saw I saw a photo of him, and he did look Nazi. deranged. Yeah. He lost his <laughs> job. Over this. Right. He was the president of some company. Yeah, yeah. He was, lost yeah. his job. Over this. Can you imagine he... what you would have done if somebody slapped <laughs> your baby? What you would have fucking have done if someone who slapped your two-year-old? Oh my God. Him right back. <laughs> I, I did say Tony about Tony's son once. I said, "Will you shut that little Jew boy up?" Yeah, but it was so funny. It was said affectionately, yeah. and he was being obnoxious. You have a friendship with him. That's different. Well, that is different. And I never did different. that, obviously. Yeah, you're making. But, a but joke. let me ask you a question. What you just said about uh, now, Chris Rock says that no white people should ever be able to use, be allowed to use the big N. So I can't repeat back to you what you just said right. in his view. Mm-hmm. Where, How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I, well, where's I think that line? I'm all for if if they're your people, you can make fun of them. Mm-hmm. So 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 I don't have a problem with that. No, I'm just talking about repeating what you just said. I know. I know. What if you're quoting somebody? I think I think that if you don't if if you're not a member of the club, you should avoid it at all costs. Except <laughs> if you're going to report the truth, I don't think you can get I, the big end means nothing to me. Hearing the big end. So much as a child, because I grew up in North Minneapolis, around a bunch of different people, different different uh, cultures, all the rest of it. What are we boring you now? You're going to no, your phone. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going to get good. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get good. Yeah, I, I just. Well, no, no. I think that you you have to avoid the big end. In the same way, one day I was on uh, Fox Nine with Tom Butler, and he mm-hmm. refer. We were talking about Britney Spears, and he said under his breath, "White trash." And yes, I said, yes. I said, make sh- re- uh, viewers. I did not say that. He said that, you know. Yeah. But if he wants to say that about another white person, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I'm never going to write something like that. Right. I could see that. I just think it's. I just think it's dangerous. It's like yeah. uh, it's like if a gay guy wants to go around and call you know call his other buddy you know that four letter word which I don't like. If they want to, the F word, their it's F not word. Three. 
Three letters. <laughs> oh, you're right. I was. I had, a, I had an S on the end of it. Right. If he wants to say oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then. That's fine. Yeah, just he's, a, a, he's a member of the club. But if you had said to me, because I'm white and you're black, if you had said to me, shut that little N-word baby up, it would have no impact on me. It's like, what? Well, it had an impact on this woman, and she was a well, white woman. But you, you used the word. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, when you well, use the word, like, no, I didn't no, know. I'm sure it had. You know, I, I am all, all for as many white people as possible adopting black children, because then they know what the life of a black person is like. In America, in our post-racial era, <laughs> will they know that? Really? Yeah, yes. Because really? I don't, I don't have any white friends huh. who've adopted back children who haven't heard their child called the N-word. And I also have, uh-huh. I have a friend in Alabama who uh, they moved to Alabama, and her daughter had three children by uh, her. Her husband was a black guy, mm-hmm. and my friend <laughs> said she. She's a white woman. She went and she says, I put all their pictures up here. You know, I want everybody to know. But she said, because the first time somebody calls somebody the N-word, she says, we're going to be rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. she said, because those are my grandbabies. Right. <laughs> Catherine's friend uh, adopted a Mexican, little Mexican boy. Half he was, Mexican, he half was, white. Yeah, half Mexican, half white. And he was called the big N in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, they don't know. They don't really know what we look like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know. I was like, hey, what? <laughs> I couldn't even... Thank you. Well, you know, this little boy, if you look at this little boy, you can't really tell what he is. I mean, you know, but, you know. Oh, we, the little kid that got slapped? <laughs> the, the, yes, the youngster who got slapped. Yeah, that's... But are we really in the post-racial... <laughs> no, we're not. No, we are not. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, no, first of all, not. I think that the media makes a bigger deal about race than it needs to. I really do. I think it's constantly in our faces. You're always hearing about all of these things that I don't even really think are issues. Well, but if you ignore them, then ignoring them doesn't make them go away. I don't think it's ignoring it. It's, it's like, um, for instance, the Gabby, what was her name, the little gymnast? The Douglas. black girl. Douglas. Yeah, Gabriel. Oh, right. Okay. She, they were announcing, uh, the Olympics, they were announcing all of the girls. You know, I was like, Alex Bernard, she's a gymnast. Tom Bernard's a gymnast. Gabby, an African-American. Yeah, that's not necessary. I was like, yeah. is that? Yeah. Well, you have to point that yeah. out. Who did that? The, annou- the oh. U.S. Olympic Committee decided that that's how they were going to announce she's her. She's a gymnast, what? even though she's black. I know. It was it? like, somehow see, they that, let her through. To me, <laughs> doing, that's not the media. It was, it's TV. It's a form of media. Oh. It depends on it's what not, you. Not Andrea Mitchell. It's. it's, it's I know, but it's I'm just. Andrea I'm just saying Mitchell. that if every single time we have to point out this person's different than the rest of the group, I mean, well, it's, it's like, just I mean, like they can so tell dumb. that she's African American. Yeah, we they didn't need, need an to, announcement. Like, this white or girl, or maybe half Mexican, half white, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I just think that we. Uh, this I, I brown just think, woman. Yes, yeah, brown. I'm not woman. saying that you have to, you're ignoring anything. I just think that there's just way too much emphasis on what this person is and what that person is. Do you think it's being pointed out way too yeah, much unnecessarily? absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Well, that's one of the things. It's like if everybody wants to be created equal, then tweet, treat, tweet each other equally. <laughs> that was, that was very that. clear. That was, <laughs> you are welcome <laughs> for that advice. <laughs> Esther the cat. A Solid great moment gold advice. <laughs> Honest to God. Oh, no. Click on the Amazon banner, TomBernardPodcast.com. Buy all of your gifts through our site. It doesn't cost you a penny more to shop through our site. And a portion of the proceeds go to the Smile Network. Click shop and support the show. Shop online through the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. So you have more. You have 
how many pieces of paper do you have? She's got a book. There's a lot of questions for me. Grid of questions. She's got like what? One's labeled race. One's labeled race. Religion. (laughs) Abortion. Did you you at at some point, because, you know, I've run into you more, uh, not really socially, but covering the same events. Mm -hmm. We we sat uh, together with the Swartzen family during the Wild West Roundup. You were sitting, but while Nick's mother was between us. And maybe a sister, too. But anyway. Uh, She's like, what are you talking about? Do you remember the Wild West Roundup you came? Vince Vaughn, Nick Swartzen. Um, the Wild Were you West. in a drunken stupor, I was CJ? There. Must have been. Yeah. It must have been. Well, that's a possibility. Was that the... Because <clears throat> Nick Swartzen was in it. Yeah. Uh, state Theater. State Theater. The oh, state oh theater? yes, yes, yes. Comedy. It was yeah. at the State Theater. So, so you come into town, and you're thinking it was probably 89 Rather than 87 or 88. I see, I yeah. thought it was 87, 88, but 89. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, possibly. So, I'd been in town before then, but that's just when you noticed, noticed right, that I was around. Right. So um, I think that the first, it wasn't really derogatory, well, it was kind of derogatory. The, thing, the first negative thing you wrote about me was that I considered myself to be Joe Sixpack, and yet I belonged to a country club, Golden Valley, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody has a really fine memory of. No, I, 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 I just want to. You are quotable. <laughs> First of all, it's Golden Valley Country Club. It's not exactly like you know, a highfalutin country club. It is a dive. But, <laughs> but somebody called to tell you that, and it just amazes oh. me that people. Are, oh, you know what? He belongs to a country club, and a, why is that important to you to call in? And we have to figure out what your job title is, by the way. Because <laughs> you're not an entertainment reporter, you're not a gossip writer. What do you? You can call me. I don't know. Well, this is <laughs> Goss- gossip columnist is fine. That was very, very Your helpful. business card I, will be blank. I'm flexible. CJ still deciding. <laughs> well, what would you, well, I, you know, it's hard to categorize what, what I. What does do. your LinkedIn profile say? Well, in Star Trek, you used to do LinkedIn columnist. So, call, Tom, call her columnist. Tom brings up a, g- a good point. I've wondered that too. When, as a gossip columnist, at least early on, did you have? What were your sources? Did you have spotters? Did you have tattlers? People who would often pick up the phone and give you tips and such. I mean, because there's no way you could chase all these leads all over no, town. No, 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 no. People would, you know, I'd try to find out who was there, and then call one of those people, mm-hmm. or I'd go, I go to an event. And I see you then. I'm thinking I can go home. He'll call me and tell me what's going on. Yeah, there you go. Because that's nice. everybody behaves when I'm in the room. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I suppose I probably. I, have to, I need to leave for something interesting to happen. Usually. Did you ever witness a big meltdown anywhere? Mm-hmm. Any uh, fun meltdowns? Oh, <laughs> one of my favorite column items uh, occurred at the uh, Bash for Nash a few years ago. Oh yeah. When more, um, what's his name? Um, the comedian, something more. It's not, you mean not Dave Moore at all? No, it's M-O-H-R. Um, oh, Jay oh, Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Oh, I remember Jay Moore, that. Jay Moore yeah. was the talent. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand Jay Moore. Oh. And I was somebody called and said, oh, would like you to come to this event. And I go, oh, I don't know. I'll get back to you. And so it came on day for the event arrived and a couple of days. And they, they said, oh, well, there's a ticket for you, and I want you to be there. So I said, okay. So I went and nothing happens at these things. That's why I don't want to go. No, it's, it's you know nothing interesting happens. I you know you're sitting there, and I was seated at a table with a doctor and his young son, and I had been pro- assured that Jay Moore's show was going to be PG-13. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's never PG-13. No. He told one of the funniest jokes. <laughs> and I will tell you what he said. He... He he was up on stage and he was doing his shtick and I was talking to this doctor with, there with his twelve year old son and I said is it going to be okay for your kid to be here and he said oh yeah yeah so they assured me that he's not going to be blue and I said okay so we sat there and he starts telling jokes go on and on and on and finally he tells a joke and the next thing I know this kid's been whisked out of the room because oh, yeah. Jay had just gotten blue not PG thirteen he finally told a joke I love this joke. He talked about how he had problems. Um, he and his wife had his, I think he's got a different wife now, had some conception issues. And he said, that when, you have, when you're going through infertility problems, what you have to do is that you can't, you can't masturbate. You have to, you know. Save it up. Save, save it all up. Okay. He says, so by the time, he says, by the, so by the time I was ready to have sex, he said, I could have sandblasted graffiti off a wall. <laughs> or something like that. And I thought that was hysterical. Right. <laughs> the mother of, uh, of of the grandmother of Nash um, raised her hand at one point when he decided he, when he was taking um, they were doing bids and she raised her hand and she said I'll give you ten thousand dollars if you stop telling those dirty jokes or something like that. Oh, and, I was, I think. and I was sitting there and I went and all of a sudden it was like whoa I'm awake now <laughs> <laughs> and when Grandma calls you yeah. out. <laughs> I think she said, I'll give you $10,000 if you leave. I can't remember what it was, but she, yeah. she, she, but she, oh, but it was delicious. Interesting. <laughs> and, but that doesn't normally happen at those things. No. Oh. Honest to God. Now, a question I do have for you, because I don't get people coming up to me saying, well, this is, you know, I got to tell you this and you should talk about this on your show because they, they know I don't do that. Um, but you get embarrassed for people. That come running up to you and their slimy little stories and nothing that would be interesting and have any impact. But do you get embarrassed for people that go, you can't tell anybody that I told you this, but this is what – I would get so – I was like, oh, get away from like me. Like a sucked <laughs> you know, up snitch. Yeah, weasel. A, a yeah, weasel. weasel. It, it, that, that would bother me. No, not at all. <laughs> she loves all. those really? people. Because <laughs> <laughs> eventually they may tell me something I, about which I want to write. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about, about that woman, that, that Keith Ellison situation? Yes. She had been pestering me on Facebook and Twitter for a year. Because that's all I've been on Twitter for a year. And I kept asking her, why do you follow me on here if you don't like the things that I say or do right. on the KQ Morning Show? Yeah, why? And I eventually did have to block her uh, uh-huh. Now, what's interesting about that, that uh, note that she wrote was written on her company letterhead. And I knew that. And I knew the chairman of the board of that company. And I could have gotten her fired that day. But I didn't. She tried to end my career that day. You do realize. Oh, come on. She tried to make me look like a, just a raging racist. Not that you did. Mm-hmm. She did. You don't agree? Okay. okay. No, well, you know, it wasn't, wasn't happening to me. You, you know how you were going to feel about it. Well, I, no, what I, I'm saying I is, didn't, I didn't get that from talking to her in my no, interaction. She's very gentle. With her. She's a very gentle person when yes. she speaks. Mm. She is. But what fascinates me is, is, see, to me, if you call a black congressman boy, which is what she accused me of doing, mm-hmm. you probably should be fired for that, right? I mean, you could see her thinking that. No. No, I won't go that far. 
So what, what was my punishment supposed to be? Because she wanted me to be punished. Don't do that again. <laughs> no, 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 she wanted some punishment involved. Are you in the so? corner? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Nature so, Call him boy to his face. <laughs> it's, uh, he's not the biggest man in the world. I don't think I'd be all that afraid. <laughs> Plus, I, I've never met Keith, but I understand he's a very nice guy. Uh, actually, Ron Rosenbaum told me he's a very, very nice guy. But I've never met him, so I don't know. His wife had muscular... Don't tell me this. See, I don't know. What, this. what his wife? She had some illness when they decided. To, I, are, are they divorced now? I don't know. I didn't know anything about this. Right. I wrote that. <clears throat> yes. I mean, she had. She. You know. The, the the vow is death us do part. Mm-hmm. In sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. Oh, so his wife got sick and he left her. Well, she she has one of those those serious muscular issues. Muscular. Who are we talking about? Yeah. Now? Yes. Muscular dystrophy or yeah. uh, Keith Ellison. His wife, He's a US ex-wife <clears throat> from Minnesota. I saw them at an event uh, last year, and they—I mean, you know—they have children, so they're getting along very well. I don't know what the state of their marriage is. I, I, I'm assuming they went through with the divorce, but I wrote when the papers were first filed. Multiple sclerosis. Okay. Oh, oh, there you go. So I, so I don't think much of you when you. Uh, when you leave your wife, that, no, especially when she's sick, yes, yeah. well, or, or, and, and going to be probably a lot sicker the older she gets. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, multiple sclerosis. We've all but had I, a lot of alcohol. It's really hot in here. It is so hot. I know you get so sleepy in here when you start slurring your words. We're just building. Eventually, fingers crossed. So you don't go to the radio station anymore. I haven't for years. Okay. He's been there. Yeah. It's like two years ago or something. <laughs> so you come here, you you you're doing your show here every day? No, no, you do, do it at the radio. Oh, no, you do, do it from my house. Yeah, okay, okay. He has a studio set up in the house. Okay. Exactly. Diva. He could do it from here, though. Technically. Well, there's a guy. Oh, I, I mentioned this Diva. earlier. Oh, wow. In the world. I, I got. I did an interview for a young man pretty soon uh, this afternoon, and this came up on there. There's this thing called the the K fan Rube chat. Right. And I didn't know anything about this, but somebody on Twitter told me about it. Apparently, there's some guy who went on there and, and called me Tom Bernard, B-E-R-N-A-R-D, not Barnyard like you printed. I like that. That, you such a that, that wasn't, that wasn't you the such best. That wasn't one of the better nicknames I've come up with. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, but you'd never heard I'll that. I'll agree with you and everyone no. in my elementary school. <laughs> but I had never heard of this before. But this guy said Tom Bernard, the ultimate asshole. Uh, K fan uh, Rube Chat. Really? Stole that, that from me. That I don't live in Minnesota, that I live in Florida, <laughs> and I complain constantly about this, that, and the other thing, yet I don't pay any income tax to the state of Minnesota. And he went okay. on and on and on about this, right? Now, again, I could call K fan up. I could probably sue K fan for that. For no, you can't. You're a public figure. Doesn't they matter. They can say you're having sex in the street. There's nothing you, you can do about it. You cannot lie about financial <laughs> matters like that. You can't do that. Now, I wouldn't. I don't give a rat's ass with this guy. But but it just it, it's interesting to me. Why don't you bother to do your homework? You have access to, to property tax records. Anybody. I could look up and see how much property tax you pay, right? Uh, I, I just don't understand people loving to hide behind, whether they try to hide behind you or hide behind me or whomever they try to hide. It just fascinates me that they will... This guy had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Someone said that to him at a bar, probably. Probably, and they well, just take that and here, run. With here's it. the thing about the internet: Every, there's more information. We had, there's more information at our fingertips than yeah. ever, yeah, and we true. are more ignorant <laughs> than ever in many cases. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think you're absolutely right about that, and, and, and the fact that they could just make up these pseudonyms. 
uh, and just hide behind those. It's just, I mean, what you say in your column, it's you. You know I said it. Right. When and you say I something on the radio, I know you, I respect I that. No one said it, yeah. But if well, you're hiding, what? There's been times where you've been blamed for things that other people have said on the show. Yes, that's very true as well. Why well, CJ, as a matter of fact. Here's a fun what? fact. <laughs> what? You could have gone after him if he had knowingly falsified the evidence well, or and just, pretty, just lied. So you'd be pretty – yeah, you can actually – I mean, if he actually thought that, though, then he didn't. it's technically not libelous. Believe yeah. me, if I wanted to go after that guy, I could ruin him. You don't know anything. But I'm not I, – I wouldn't do it. Just like Let's the woman, call our podcast lawyer. I, I could have gotten fool. the woman fired from her company. Well, there's a lawyer right out there. <clears throat> yeah, we can, talk, we can talk to Boyan A real estate lawyer. I, I just – again, I would have no interest in, get, in ruining someone's life or ending their career. I just – I don't understand why people – look, you only get mad at me and get pissed off at me and call me names. That's fine. But it's like, come on, really uh, – it's just kind of ridiculous, don't you think? No, most of the time, yes. And I think it's what you just said. People are getting dumber by the moment. <laughs> you I mean, mean stupider? Like and they and, 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 and they believe things. They believe things that are written on the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I had this woman who was uh, I was out getting my hair cut out in uh, uh, Burnsville, and this woman was uh, when the first time Obama ran, and she and she said to me, "Oh, I don't have a problem with him because he's black. I don't like him because he's a Muslim." And I said, he's a, I said, he's not a Muslim. I said, he probably goes to church more than you do. <laughs> and she says, oh, no. I, she, I said, what you use as a Muslim? She says, it's on the Internet. I said, I could go right on the Internet that you're a Muslim, and you'd be a Muslim in the next 15 minutes if I wanted to. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> you can. You can make shit up and be instantly credible. It is credible. unbelievable yeah. what, they, yeah. what they can make up out there. So like, I, you have to really be careful where you get your information from. People will no genuinely so, source, like, Blogspot. Yeah. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. See that? Like they actually—that's yeah. mm-hmm. that, their source is Blogspot, yeah. and it's like you can't do that. No. Well, CJ, how do you how do you handle fact checkers? You mean for my work? Yeah. What do you do to research claims and such? How how prevalent is that? Or will I try you to go make ahead a and phone print call to checking? the person. Right. <laughs> I make a phone call. I will call you. Mm-hmm. And then if but he doesn't answer the phone, then will you not run it? Then it is gospel. Depends truth. on what it is. No, no, no. When no. you say according to sources, are there actually sources? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. yes, there <laughs> are actually no, sources. Just you. According to my <laughs> dog <laughs> Jangles. Yes, I like that. Honestly, you, you, know, you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't operate in a vacuum. I have editors. I have bosses. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I have a few rules and regulations. <laughs> Wouldn't you invite people though that 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 like to stir the pot? Because there are some people that will. I, I'm sure that frequently come to you with rumors or their facts or whatever that the same people turn up you know maybe a couple times a year they just kind of like doing that is that is that the case or not i can't i can't uh like you know i if i okay so you know i i'd like to get back at somebody and and i'm gonna go tell cj this but i'm gonna say you can't say it was me that said that i mean the same people show up a lot no i i don't have a lot of that but the 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 one check that i always have and this surprises people and i don't know why it does but they'll say i'll say well i've got to call tom bernard and ask oh you can't just write it no no i've got to call you i've got got to make an effort to get in touch with him you know and if he doesn't if he says it didn't happen this column then i write it the next column that he says i said no they don't think you should fact check we live in a world where people don't think that you should that you should try to get to the root of something and that's my next point is you should come out on the ledge like what you do and what i do come out of here and see how it feels to actually be the one 
I'm CJ, and this is what I say. I'm Tom, and this is what I say. Right. To not hide. Right. You should see how it feels to be out here on this ledge. Like me. Because you cowardly <laughs> bastards who, who don't – if you don't want to come out on the ledge, then shut up. Right. That's my view. I, re- I really do try to use uh, the person's name as, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, just no, because I think it, I just think you, the more irresponsible people become, the more responsible I want to become. Right. So, so I wouldn't, you know, I would, I do things differently now from how I used to. Maybe. Catherine, do you have any other comments? Uh, when, when you put on Facebook that CJ was going to be on the show today, she was reading something that were pretty funny, actually. <clears throat> CJ, do you? Is there a part of you that kind of gets off on the attention when you walk into a room? Either people have excitement or fear in their eyes. Are you drawn to that? Mm, no. Not really. I'll, I'll tell you one thing about people fearing you. When <clears throat> Katie Couric, when she was on the Today Show, she thought it was funny that people were afraid of her. And so I decided, you know, to embrace it. But, you know, if I'm afraid of you, I got to get to know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. how I'm wired. I mean, if I'm afraid of you, if I'm, if I'm anything I'm afraid of, I've got to deal with. So, but I don't, I, do we, people aren't afraid when I walk into a room these days, do you think? I don't know. I don't think so. Either. So why did you bring? Why did you bring that up? Well, I was wondering if that was a draw for you. <laughs> why did you even bring that? <laughs> no, I, it, yeah, I could. I could. Some people are probably are are afraid of you, but they wouldn't be afraid of me if it was a white guy doing the exact same thing. You don't think so? No, I don't. You know, I'm dark and mysterious. <laughs> That's. I'm a well, so now, now you are. Oh, I can't read her face. I can't tell what's going on. With her. Another thing I, I will tell look you. Into her eyes. That really annoys me. Are people? And I'm not just blasting anybody who grew up in rural Minnesota or whatever. But they will uh, make comments like, uh, "Well, you just you're racist and you don't know what you're talking about." Look, you grew up in like. Montevideo. You've never been around a black person in your life. Like you Justin know. Bieber. Who thinks oh, he ought to get a black card? I just, I hate yeah. him. Oh, God. He Who was he singing so to? He was just singing God, to somebody. I hate that kid. And he was such a terrible <laughs> singer. I think he's a really, really bad kid. And oh, then we're I going agree. to find out in a very short period of time. So let's go. He's he's Sat- Saturday Night Live got him really good the other night when they had all oh, the people uh, with all the different Bieber uh, uh, doubles, and there were there were women, there were black people, and finally somebody said to him, uh, he said, "They don't even look like me." And he says, "Look at those black people, uh, they don't even look like me." And he says, "Who are they fooling?" And they said, "Who are you fooling?" Exactly. <laughs> it was Whoopi Goldberg, by the way. He was singing to Whoopi Goldberg, right? Oh. And he cannot sing. <laughs> he, you know, he's just doing. Acapella, yeah. yeah. He, he can't sing. He has to have auto tune. He's terrible. I don't understand what's. I don't. I'm glad the Grammys didn't include him this year because yeah. I don't see right. what he's bringing. That's he's popular. I mean, he's he's made a lot of money he's and he should popular. be saving his money because he's yeah. not going to remain on top that long. No, he's not. But I don't understand what his appeal is, and I understand. I mean, I. Sometimes I see singers. I'm just because, not because I'm some kind of old fogey. I don't know. I don't recognize talent when I see it. But I just don't think there's anything well, special about it's it. Like, is it just teenage gr- girls that yeah. like him? Cute. You need every generation needs like a skinny boy in tight jeans. So He's no Elvis. Could. No, Elvis was no, a no, great no. entertainer. And no, there were bad. people who I mean, did not think Elvis had any talent. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's that true. true. Elvis was a great entertainer. Yeah, yeah. no, it's definitely true. Well, for but, Alex, I mean, it was, you, you had NSYNC, Hanson, yeah. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys yeah. And yeah. Before it's that, like, it was like, what, the Monkees and so forth? Yeah. Every and generation's like, look at, Now it's like Justin Bieber and One Direction. Like, they all are awful. 
I'm sure you weren't very objective when you were 13. Exactly. Though. They just need they just need preteen and teenage yeah. girls to be like, you're cute. Hanson was bad. Hanson's really bad. Hanson's really bad. You didn't think they were. Somebody who's like, it's really overrated, that Beyonce. Speaking of wanting to slap somebody. You think Beyonce's overrated? I would, you know, I have to agree with you on that one. I love Beyonce. I don't get it. Explain Beyonce to me. I have no idea. She's one of those people where it's like, why do I like her? But I do. And she sounds ignorant. And she is, she also sounds about as country as a basket of apples. Look at that (laughs) HBO special the other night. How she speaks, her delivery, and this whole idea that she's coming into her own and accepting her own fabulousness. (laughs) You're not supposed to say you're fabulous. Um, Other people are supposed to say you're fabulous. I had to do that a few months ago. And it's hard. It's hard to go through. Yeah, there you go. You're making a joke. She's not. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, what I pushed know. it over over the top for me was just a couple of days ago. She referred to her own uh, to Blue Ivy as, first of all, not that I'm uh, you know Brad Pitt, but that Jay Z is not exactly the most handsome guy. <laughs> <laughs> so she must be blind. She calls her. Blue her road dog, road dog, road dog, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and homie. Homie uh. referred to her own child as homie. Oh, uh, the third was best friend. So the I mean, child's friend, yeah. name is Blue Ivy. So. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, that's a cute little yeah, right. I, I don't think that uh, Jay Z and I had a, a tip about him a long time ago. He hit on Lisa Harris once. Really? <laughs> before before he was married to uh, before Beyonce was oh. a thought. He, they were at some event in New York and he hit on Lisa Harris, <laughs> Jimmy Jam's wife. Do you know that Beyonce's management? And I suppose maybe a lot of people's management do this. But there are still photos of her taken that they buy from people because they don't because she makes these faces once right. in a while. You know, she knows exactly what I'm Because run flattering. Right. Uh, you know, everybody's got an angle. I don't care how good looking you are. You you, oh, you, yeah. you have an angle where you don't look good. Nobody looked more vicious than <laughs> Tina Turner, which she would say. I love Tina. Oh yeah. yeah, they let that go. Out. She's, yeah. a, she's Swiss now. Did you know that? Swiss National. That's for ta- that's a there's a tax reason that you do that, isn't there? Oh, they got high taxes over there. Oh, really? They have very high taxes in Switzerland. They don't have a uh, corporate taxes though, I don't think. Oh, so your corporation? Well, there you go. That could explain yeah. it. Let's I like here. we could you just move the podcast right to Switzerland. Well, what do I know? I don't pay any taxes in Minnesota. Tax? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But back to Jay Z not being a very handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Women are very pragmatic. Yes, they. Now, well, first, I'm very shallow. I want a good-looking man. That's a given. I was looking at the movie over the weekend, Something's Got to Give, with uh, Jack Nicholson and mm-hmm. Diane yep, Keaton yep, and yep. Keanu Reeves. And right. Keanu Reeves is interested. I would ride Keanu Reeves as long as I could, and I still wouldn't go to Jack Nicholson under in any circumstance. I love that movie. It's a great movie. That's a wonderful it's a movie. It's a sweet little movie. Now, next time you watch it, you're going to be thinking of CJ. I, right. I think I think he, I, I don't understand the Jack Nicholson. Right. Thing. The only thing he can do is point me in the direction of Keanu Reeves. But but yeah, Jay Z is not 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 a handsome guy. She's clearly sees he's a good businessman. He's a very good businessman. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they've got had this merger, and after she finishes the Mrs. Carter tour, they're going to work on baby number two. The, I like that. I know. Mm-hmm. The and merger. You, and, you know, she says that, um, what was the other stupid thing she said? You can do a top ten list. She said that um, she has to concentrate on her soulfulness. Two things. Being soulful, and there was another thing. She's got to concentrate on these things because these are the battles of her life. And I'm thinking, now here's somebody who could use a few near-death experiences. Right. <laughs> because if those are the battles yeah. of your life, yeah, no, I mean, true. life is going to give you some battles. Right. Trust yeah. me. Right. Yeah. 1970. 
seven, I think it was, Diana Ross was appearing at the old Met Center back in the old. Was that even around when you got here, or was it already yes, gone? Chris, yes, it was still. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were, we were backstage because I don't know who her open. Well, she didn't really have an open, but for some reason, when I was at Capitol, I, I was supposed to be there. She was on Motown, uh, but I was backstage, and there were about probably twenty of us backstage, and we waited for about like a half an hour, and all of a sudden the door opened and nobody was there. And then Diana kind of floated into the room. She didn't walk into the room. She kind of, like, floated. And she was wearing this, uh, like, <clears throat> cape. It was a big flowing cape. And she kind of whipped it around in a circle and went, I love you all, and left. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. Great. I love you all. It well, was, now you can say she that she theatrical. loves you. So good. Very theatrical. But, but not, not, there's a woman. Oh, by the way, I, I talked to somebody about this the other day. I didn't think I'd ever get to the point where I thought somebody might be as good as Aretha Franklin, but I think Adele might be. No, I don't Gosh. get her. God, I she's love a wonderful. Her voice. She, she doesn't do a thing for me. No, clearly. Mm-hmm. My favorite singer is Patty Austin. Yeah, Patty Austin is a hell of a singer. Well, yeah. women are better singers than men anyway. Yeah. In my opinion, women are better singers. I agree. Than men. Well, I mean, I just, like they have to take they have to do more to take care of their voices than men do. However, well, that's for sure. They do. They just yeah. they move you. They touch you more little, little emotionally. Whitney Houston. Yeah. How she wrecked her voice. You yeah, know, smoking did, crack yeah. and smoking cigarettes. She oh, was such a talent. That was such yeah. That, a that was I, know. Oh, God, well, I don't think it. not smoking crack is too much maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get addicted to crack. Andy, the bar for you is yeah. so high. It really is. Nobody can live up to your oh standards. <laughs> did you want these Facebook comments? Yeah, did you find some? Yeah, I, I did. Uh-oh. I found a lot. No no hurtful ones do either. I'm not going to read the mean ones. Just you the know funny ones. Time ri- this is what I posted. <clears throat> Longtime rival CJ from Star Tribune will be on today. Hell has frozen over. <laughs> um, can't wait. Someone <laughs> said, "That must mean the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl next year too." Oh, see. We Ooh, I hope credit. so. That's on my birthday. Next year too. They Thomas won, what, this Ostrich. Ostrich. I don't know. Sorry, okay. I don't know how to pronounce your name. This could be fascinating or a disaster. I can't wait to hear it. But that's true. Did, did you think that before you came here? This could be either very good or very bad. Oh, I didn't. I don't worry like that. I, yeah. I, I was curious as what's a podcast. I, I want to be a member. I want to be a part of this. It's something new. I <laughs> you know was looking forward one? to it. Yeah, get a card. Sid. Sid wants to do his own podcast. Does he want to do? It? He's ninety-two years old. He could just sit I there and that. ramble, and you could tell him. You could tell him he has a guest on the other line, and <laughs> nobody would be there, and he could still do it. I would love it if he if he just wore a mic all day. Just to hear to be around what him. he muttered and where he <laughs> went. Yeah, he's he, he's. Uh, I've decided to cherish Sid. I don't have fights yeah, with him absolutely. anymore. Absolutely, I've had I, I, we've had our dif- disagreements, but mm-hmm. I've decided you know he's a ninety-some-year-old man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cherish him. Yeah. Let me tell you a story about Sid that nobody knows, and well, some people know because I've told the story before. But uh, Sid called me one day. He's got a house out in Saint Croix, and he said, "Why don't you go out to the house?" I said, "Okay." <laughs> so it was just Sid and me. And he, he, had, he said, I have to leave for a while. If anybody calls, just take a message. I said, okay. <laughs> so the phone rings, and I answer the phone. It said there, no, he's not here right now. Can I take a message? Yes, would you tell him it's Ted Williams' call? I said, okay, yes, Mr. Williams, and write that down. Phone rings again, uh, it's Bobby Knight. So it's Ted Williams, Bobby Knight, and then one other guy. I don't remember who the third one was. 
So I'm thinking, Jesus, oh, he's not lying about all that my close personal friends. Oh, the third guy was George Steinbrenner. Yeah, that was course, the third guy. George Steinbrenner. So I said, he actually is friends with all these people. I found that fascinating. And then we went to the Afton... Afton oh, Kutcher. because I've been there so many yeah, times. Yeah, the Afton Kutcher. That's exactly right. You are a kook. Selma's Ice Cream Parlor. Selma's. There you go. Selma's Ice Cream Parlor. Uh, so Sid and I go to Selma's Ice Cream Parlor. And Sid grew up in the exact same neighborhood that I did. Same kind of deal where he, he his mother would send him out at night to find his father who was intoxicated in a ditch somewhere. And Sid would have to carry him home. You know, so it was a lot of shame and humiliation from his father. So we're talking about all of that stuff. And then he started talking about his mother. And he turned away from me with his ice cream cone. He just turned away for a second. And he, when he turned around, he was crying. There were tears rolling down his face. He said, I wish my mama never died. It was unbelievable. I wish I could, I, I could show that moment to people. People don't know that part of it. No, well, well, we, we all wish our mothers wouldn't die. Right, but it was so sweet to yeah, see this was, guy. I mean, a guy mm. who does know all these big superstars, mm-hmm. and he's, mm-hmm. from, he's a very wealthy man. I don't know if people realize Yes, he that. is. He's worth like $15 million. Yeah. Huh. Uh, she nails down a figure. I like this. <laughs> that was you know a few years ago. What flavor ice cream do you think he was having, CJ? <laughs> yeah. She knows. <laughs> she knows. But that's a part of Sid that, that, that uh, people don't get to see very often. It was very, very, it was like he was a little boy again. That's nice. Yeah. It, was, it was just a nice moment. Did Here's the funny your... thing about Sid these days, though. Mm. He doesn't remember when things are off the record anymore. I know. <laughs> I know. People yeah. are not afraid of me. They're afraid of Sid. I remember yeah. Once again, at his age, you got to give it, get him a get out of jail free card. Oh, yeah. that. I mean, let him do whatever he wants oh, at this true. age. Right? I, I agree. Yeah. And your story, the only thing that comes close to that in my entire career is that I was at Cindy Adams' house, the gossip columnist right, in New York. Right. And Barbara Walters called. Oh, there you see, there you go. Those people, those people just hang around with each other. I guess you, you, see, you're with it. One of his people. You're like Steinbrenner and Ted Williams. You know, it's that, it's that perception that you have power. Yeah, it is. That's true. That is very true. A portion of the profits of the Tom Bedard podcast goes directly to the Smile Network. Smile Network is a nonprofit organization that provides life-altering reconstructive surgeries and related health care services to impoverished children and young adults in developing countries. The Smile Network, together we are constructing lives one bright smiling face at a time. Um, been pretty interesting, I, I think. I don't think people understand. You know, I, I suppose part of it, there's the newspaper and then there's the radio show and... You know, it hasn't always been smooth, but... Uh, we get over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a situation... Like I said, the guy that's on KQRS is not... I mean, it's not like I'm acting or you know playing a character or anything like that, but... Well, <laughs> sometimes... Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like six or seven years old, and Mom said to me that Tommy B isn't... Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. No. Well, and it's like I listen to you when I'm on my way to go nanny. Mm-hmm. And there are some times where you say stuff and I'm like, what? What does that mean, though? When you say, say what? That. Like, why? My dad would never say that. Like, that was just, like, you say things that are out of character for, you know. For who I really am. My father. But if he was not. on the air being sweet all the time, that yeah. would be boring. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really I'm, not, I'm not saying that he shouldn't do it, but it's just, there, there are parallels, but you're not like, you do have to exaggerate certain things to be. You do. Yeah, I always tell people that you're a very extreme version of yourself. I think that's on accurate. The KQ I think that's accurate. I think it's absolutely right. Well, thanks for being our guest. We'll have to do it again. Thank, yes, I'd love to. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. 
Thanks for listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Yep. Follow Tom on Twitter at Radio Tom Bernard and visit TomBernardPodcast.com. www.TomBernardPodcast.com. And thanks for stopping by.